This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dumpty. Now on Tuesday, Donald Trump became the first former President of the United States to be charged with a crime. The spotlight of the world was on a courthouse in Lower Manhattan, and the indictment had 34 counts, that's 34 charges, was unsealed, and the president sat there looking very grim. And then, after the hearing, he went back to Mar-a-Lago on Trump Force One, which is a vast plain, and gave a speech to supporters who were gathered there, which was extraordinary in its own right. We're joined now by Niall Stanage. Niall is associate editor of The Hill, a very respected Washington newspaper for being unbiased by American standards, and he's also White House columnist for The Hill. Niall, an extraordinary media focus on Tuesday on this Manhattan courthouse and the the images of Trump looking extremely angry, I thought, but what I think doesn't really matter. What did you make of it, Niall, of the images? The images, I think, were maybe the most damaging aspect of the whole thing for Trump. Just to have him there in a courthouse, surrounded by law enforcement officers, looking, as you say, angry, dismayed, uh, annoyed, all of that is bad, as is, you know, the the rolling cable news coverage here. And, and, you know, simply the words Donald Trump arrested on the screen are not uh, great for him. Now, we can get into the substance of the charges in a minute, because that's less persuasive, honestly. But the the imagery of the day, the historic nature of the day, where he is the first president or former president ever to be charged with a criminal offence, those things, I think, do, uh, well, clearly they're negative. The extent to which they will harm him is debatable, but they were clearly negative for him. Yes. Now, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is an elected, you have to be elected to be the DA in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He is a declared Democrat, and he ran for election on the basis that he would be the one 
to get Donald Trump because they've had a couple of other cases that they could have gone after him and charged him with, but they haven't. It seems to us in this part of the world a very unsatisfactory, unsafe way of, well, issuing justice. Yeah, I think that's a very fair point, and it's certainly a very uh, alien way to the to the Irish, or for that matter, British way of doing things, where so many law enforcement posts here in the United States are elected. You travel through small towns, and, and you remember that the sheriff is very often an elected position. You run yes. for sheriff. In the case of Manhattan, obviously, which is of much greater critical importance, and this office is of much greater critical importance, it is an elected position. Alvin Bragg, as you rightly say, is a Democrat, ran on the idea that he would be tough on Donald Trump and other powerful people. But, I mean, clearly it plays into the uh, defense mounted by Trump and his allies that this is a uh, political or partisan prosecution, um, as Trump has also alleged, for example, in the case of the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, also an elected position, also a Democrat. So it is, uh, I think, for for people not used to the American way of going about things, uh, a peculiar way by which to administer justice. Now, the charges, there were 34 counts which relate to checks that were broken down by Donald Trump to pay his former fixer and former solicitor, Michael Cohen. They are the least of the legal problems. They constitute the least of the legal problems facing Trump, don't they, Niall? You made, you wrote a very good piece for your newspaper saying the substance of the charges was underwhelming. And there are much more serious matters on the way which are being investigated. And there's a special counsel, Jack Smith, for example, looking after a very serious matter. So these charges, just to be clear, what in criminal terms do they represent? Sure. I I think it is important to point that out. Um, Maybe your audience is familiar with the broad outlines of this, but just to summarize it as quickly as possible. The central issue here are payments made to two women who alleged that they had affairs or sexual encounters with Donald Trump, payments to buy their silence in the run-up to the 2016 election. The most famous is an adult actress, Stormy Daniels. She was paid $130,000 through Michael Cohen, Trump's, as you say, former fixer and attorney. The question in legal terms is twofold. One is... Was the money that Trump or the Trump organization then reimbursed to Cohen falsely accounted for? And that's what was laid out in the indictment yesterday. The second and potentially more serious issue is whether that money amounted to a contribution to Trump's campaign as in an undeclared or concealed contribution, which would be a violation of election law and would expose him to greater jeopardy than the false bookkeeping charges alone. Yeah, and the consensus appears to be the judge adjourned the hearing once he'd unsealed the indictment. He adjourned the hearing until December the 4th, which is a long way down the road. And then Donald Trump flew back to Mar-a-Lago, his home, and he had gathered a group of people there. He had promised that he would speak. And what he had to say, I think, was 
extraordinary in terms of his criticism of the judge, the judge's mm. wife, and indeed the mm. judge's daughter. That's right. And this is the thing that is, I think, really going to dominate headlines, at least for the next 24 hours here. He referred to the judge as a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family. And then, as you say, went on to um, cite the judge's daughter, who appears to have volunteered for President Biden's campaign in 2020. Now, there are several problems with this, obviously. One is there's no evidence that the judge bears any political animus toward Donald Trump. The second one is, you know, in anyone who's charged in a criminal matter, going after the judge's family publicly is ill-advised. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I, I believe contempt of court only generally refers to behavior in the actual courtroom. But nevertheless, attacking a judge's daughter when he is presiding over your criminal case seems uh, ill-advised at best, and I'm sure won't particularly thrill uh, Mr. Trump's legal team, who've already had to defend a number of controversial social media posts that he has made in the run-up to his arraignment on Tuesday. Yes, and unbecoming, to say the very least, of Mm. a former president and a politician who's going to seek the Republican nomination to run for president again in 2024. It just seems remarkable that he he would embark on this. What else did he say, do you know, Niall, at that mm-hmm. meeting of his, his fan base, shall we say? So part of it was the kind of Trump grievance, greatest hits about how he was a victim and his political persecution and all of that. But one of the more telling points, I thought, and this goes to what you were saying a moment ago, was that he devoted quite a lot of time to pushing back on the other legal challenges that he faces. And most people, including me and I think you, agree that those are much more serious than the matter for which he was arraigned on Tuesday. So he spent considerable time defending himself on both the issue of the documents at Mar-a-Lago and the probe into election interference in Georgia. Both of those seem to me to pose much greater peril to him. And of course, now that Alvin Bragg has uh, taken the plunge, so to speak, as the first person to charge a sitting president, it may be that uh, prosecutors, Jack Smith, who you mentioned, who's doing the federal probe, and uh, Fanny Willis in Georgia, uh, might be more inclined to uh, seek indictments in those matters. So it was notable, I think, that Trump was uh, already mounting a sort of a preemptive defense of himself on those counts. Yes, now the, I, I will come in a moment to public reaction and the polling around this, mm. which is fascinating in its own right. The charge he's facing in Georgia is mm-hmm. of seeking to corrupt a public official who was, who is a Republican and did vote for Donald Trump. Mm. I have seen and heard this evidence. It's on the public record because it was taped. He's asking this official to find the 11,000 and something votes required to give him the state of Georgia for the purposes of the Electoral College. It seems to me this is a precedent trying to pervert the course of justice, and there's no answer to it. The other one, the January 6th, is similarly, you know, extremely difficult to defend, as is the one involving the documents in Mar-a-Lago that were top secret, marked top secret, 
classified, all of those things are very, very serious. But well, what do you think, Niall, of the Georgia one in particular, where there is actually, everyone has seen this? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the Georgia one, and I've written this and argued it for quite a while, the Georgia one to me poses the single greatest threat to him for exactly the reason that you just cited. I mean, you have on tape the then still sitting president of the United States threatening a Republican elected official, threatening in a rather uh, mafioso-like way yes. that that person has to find the number of votes, uh, the precise number of votes that would be required to overturn uh, President Biden's victory in that state. The uh, official that we're referring to, Brad Raffensperger, has himself uh, testified that he considered Trump's remarks during that phone call to be a threat to Mr. Raffensperger Raffensperger's credit, he uh, resisted that pressure, which was very, very considerable. And uh, Joe Biden's victory in Georgia stood as it should have done. But the, the I think the thing about Georgia is the evidence appears so clear cut and the underlying behavior is so serious and egregious. That's It's that double threat that makes it such a grave problem for Trump, in my view. And I think it's a woman district attorney there, is it? Or, or Fanny, Yes, it is. Fanny Willis is the yes. district attorney in Fulton County, which includes Atlanta. Yeah. Now, has Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, the DA who ran on the I'll Get Trump ticket, has he jumped the gun and has he queered the pitch for those seeking to lay the more serious charges in it? I'm, I'm thinking of Jack Smith who was appointed special counsel by the Attorney General and who is in charge of the January 6th and indeed the Mar-a-Lago documents. Has this fellow Alvin Bragg made life easier for Trump effectively? It's a great question and there are two different ways of answering it. One is maybe not if by charging Trump he has broken the seal, so to speak, and made it uh, less of a dramatic step for those other people to indict Trump. That's one view. There is a right. completely different view, which your question is getting at, and it basically posits that Bragg has taken this case that does, even to many neutrals, seem quite political, quite flimsy, and of course deals with underlying behavior in a matter that certainly... Uh, tawdry, but it's an enormous stretch to say that there's some sort of future of American democracy at stake in whether or not Donald Trump paid off a porn star. So the the fear, I suppose, among Trump critics is that the legitimate criticisms of the Alvin Bragg-led case will sort of uh, metastasize out and affect the yes. view of the legitimacy of these other more serious probes. Yes, I mean, you could wrap it around the, the more serious probes and it's very destructive and distracting package. Mm -hmm. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The question of the public response to this, am I right in believing that Trump has received a significant bounce in the polls? as a result of this stuff breaking out again. You are right in the context of the Republican primary, and this is again one of these instances, and you and I have spoken about this before in various uh, issues, Yemen, where you have to try to disentangle the politics of the Republican Party from the politics of the American public writ large. There is no question that Trump has got a bump in terms of the Republican primary. There have been a couple of polls showing him extending his lead over Ron DeSantis, the uh, Florida governor. DeSantis hasn't declared yet, but is widely expected to run. Now, as far as the general public is concerned, that is a more complicated picture. For example, there were a couple of polls done, one by CNN and one by ABC News in the past few days. Both of those showed a plurality of the general public supporting the decision to indict Trump, even as they also showed pluralities believing that it was driven by politics. So those were interesting poll findings because they basically suggested that a lot of people think, yeah, this is political, but let's get him anyway, which, yeah. you know, is a, is a whole other issue. But it, it, for the general election purposes, if he becomes the nominee and he runs against Joe Biden, as a piece you wrote in The Hill points out, it's bad for his chances with women voters. It is. That's a, a serious problem for Trump. Trump lost women voters, according to one post-election survey, last time around by a dozen points. And uh, suburban women, which is a block that's generally considered to comprise of sort of moderates or floating voters, by almost 20 points. It is difficult. Uh, there, there are all the the critiques that you could make of the Alvin Bragg case over Stormy Daniels. But the behavior itself is 
uh, hardly likely to appeal particularly to women voters, given that what we're talking about are allegations of uh, pretty, um, well, pretty lurid allegations of um, of extramarital sex within approximately a year of Trump marrying uh, Melania Trump, his third and current wife. So, you know, the mere fact that there's going to be a spotlight on that behavior um, isn't good for Trump. And it may not, probably will not affect his hardcore of support. But you know, at risk of stating the obvious, he lost the last election by more than 7 million votes. So holding on to his base of support is no good to him when it comes to his ultimate quest of winning back the White House. Yeah, just before we let you go, Niall, unless I'm mistaken, the payment to Stormy Daniels of $130,000 came just seven days after a notorious tape was revealed, Pussygate it was called, Mm. and it was him talking unaware that he was being recorded about how famous men like him can approach women. So he may have, that 130,000 may have been given in a moment of extreme danger, very close to the election date, and he may have panicked. Which is, if that were proven, one of the key points to yes. be made in this election law violation. Uh, you're, I mean, I, the the issue, of course, is was the money paid to advance Trump's political chances or was it paid to protect him from personal embarrassment? And clearly the timing of it would yes. seem to strengthen the case that it was an election expenditure or a campaign expenditure. Can you prove that beyond reasonable doubt? Well, um, unless Mr. Trump's attorneys succeed in getting this case thrown out before it goes to trial, I guess we'll see at some point down the line. A final question. He attacked Jack Smith also, the special counsel appointed by the Attorney General to investigate other Trump matters, more serious ones, many people think. Smith, as I understand it, is a highly respected lawyer with no political allegiances and Trump is it seems he's going after every institution in the United States and damaging the law lawyers, judges and of course before that attempting to corrupt state officials. There's never been a president like this. I mean I remember Richard Nixon Nixon was appalling but he, he was nothing like this. This guy is very, very damaging. Mm. He is very damaging, particularly on the point that you mentioned about the supposed impartiality of the rule of law. I think one of the reasons so many people sort of roll their eyes when Trump attacks, say, Alvin Bragg, for example, or Letitia James for being political is People do remember his own record, you know, famously demanding, for example, the loyalty, in his words, of James Comey, who was at the time the FBI director and, of course, later fired, uh, by the account of Bill Barr, Trump's attorney general, putting enormous pressure on him, on Barr, to find non-existent evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election you know, the 2016 campaign chance of lock her up aimed at Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, I think that Donald Trump, you know, views the world in terms of friends and enemies or people who are useful to him and people who are dangerous to him. And I honestly, I don't think he particularly cares about the damage done 
to things like the rule of law, um, which has been considerable, I would argue, over the course of his time in public life. Okay, now we're very grateful to you for joining us with the latest news of Donald Trump. Thank you very much indeed. That's Niall Stanich. We're grateful to Niall, as we always are. To all of you for listening, that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.